Oh, I was going to, I was prepared. Look, I listened to the podcast. I was going to do the intro. Oh, the intro. Go ahead. So he's, Harry's going to play the sound. Yes. I'm hearing it in my head. <laughs> Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where our feelings aren't always great, but they're always okay. Wow. Oh my gosh. That was so good. That yeah. was that was one of the best intros, honestly. We, that was that was good. Thank you. It has I as a person with a lot of feelings and not they're not always correct. They're wrong, but they are valid. Even if they're they are valid. In, invalid sometimes. <laughs> they are valid. Okay, and then now you got to say your name and then I'll say mine. You're doing Okay. I am Michael Levin. Um, I am a television writer in comedy and I co-host the Sixers podcast, The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. And I'm Jordan Liggins, but who cares? He's wearing a dinosaur Christmas sweater and that's all that I hope that you guys get to see this in video form because it's amazing. And that was a amazing intro. Thank you for coming on Spinsters. Absolutely. Thrilled to be here. Love the pot. <laughs> yes, yes. I think Haley and I were both on your pod mm-hmm. and we talked Sixer stuff. We also talked about WNBA teams in Philly, which it has to be a thing. Got to be a thing. Come on, WNBA. Like, Enough listen to already. the pod. We've given you reasons. We've given you a bunch of things. But we also talked about the last time that the potential of your fiance joining my basketball league that I was in. That's right. That was pretty close <laughs> to being in the works. And then I think two days later, uh, my fiance Alyssa sprained her ankle so bad so playing bad. basketball with it my family. So you saw pictures of it? You saw yes. pictures? Yes. Oh, it's bad. It's cartoonishly. The, I've never seen a foot that big. Like cartoonishly <laughs> big. It happened because like, she landed on my dad's foot going up for a rebound. Oh, no. And he feels obviously very bad about it. We play basketball as a family like so many times. So many times. And this has never happened. But she landed on it. It's like that's the most common basketball injury. It had yes. never happened to her. But I was like, look, you sprained your ankle. It's fine. Ice it. It's going to be okay. Totally fine. And she's like, no, I think it's worse. And I was like, you're being ridiculous. It's fine. <laughs> and then it swelled up six times the size of an average foot. And, yeah. and like up her leg was like purple oh. all the way up to her knee. It was, it was, it was bleak. So up that to was her like, knee? Yeah. There oh was my like, gosh. It was really up the leg and per- so many fun colors and it wasn't, it wasn't good. And a lot of times as she's like on crutches and then scootering around her, a, a girl who played with her on a different team brought a, a knee scooter over. So she was like oh. knee scootering around the place. Uh, she was like, you were so, so wrong. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. felt so bad because we were texting. I was like, yeah, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait to play with you. And then it was like, she joined the group text with all the players. <laughs> and then that next day it was yeah. like, mm, I'm yeah. out. Torture. I felt, but the, the cherry on top of all of this is that we were really bad. We were, oh no very bad as the free agency team mm-hmm. so i'm going to hook her up and we're gonna be teammates on another team good and i it'll be it'll be better she so need, she's 
She didn't miss anything. She yeah, well, she, anything. she needs it. She needs to get back out there. She's she's in physical therapy. She's getting some oh. guys rubbing her leg to get it to stop <laughs> swelling so bad. We're, we're making it happen. Next season. Next season. Next season. Next season. We're going to have a... Yeah, we're going to do workouts. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But also I wanted to talk to you about what's it like being a fiance? I'm new oh. to this game. I was going to ask you I'm the same question, Jordan. <laughs> this was like a week ago, right? You're like days... Um, it was on Friday, so it's like not even a week, not even yeah. a week, fresh, fresh with glow. the ice on the hand. Yeah, got I got glow. the glow, the new fiance glow. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. It's cool. It, you get, it's such a fun word to say and you sound so it's ridiculous so saying it. Oh, it's so fun. We just call it, we're not even calling each other our names anymore. We're just, oh, yeah. fiance, can you hand me that? It's so exactly. fun. Well, it's like, it really feels like instead of reaching for, like a remote just in a normal way it feels like i'm actually going to do like a little twirl as i get the remote and it's a fiance <laughs> yeah. twirl it feels it feels like a real stretch to do anything but it's cool it's it's a fun it's you know i love her it's great it's the best and we're 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 checking out venues we're thinking about it we're taking our time much to our family's nice. chagrin but we are you know we're getting into it some people like hit the gas right away i have some friends yeah. that are hitting the gas and i'm like we are we're we're rolling. We're just like a nice slow roll coast. Get the, get our bearings, all that stuff. That's that's lovely. That sounds lovely. Um, but I I'm one of those that's hitting the gas. That's oh, me. Wow. My my mom, my sister. We've already had our first uh, weekly a uh, FaceTime meeting where we're gonna go over some planning things. <laughs> they're already they're more into it than me. But I'm just I'm happy to to get it started. But. Just saying the word is so fun. So I'm yeah. I'm just there right now, which Hold is Hold on fun. to that before then you start yeah. oh. upsetting people <laughs> and making choices that nobody agrees with, all that stuff. You'll get into it. It'll get there. Uh, sure. It already started. My mom's like, are you going to invite our family friend that you haven't seen in 20 years? No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, we're not even going to start talking about that, mom. Please, yeah. please. The game's on. I'm like, okay, we're going to watch basketball now. Bye. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> My mom got very upset. Uh, at the idea that we wouldn't mail out invitations. And it's oh. like, what sort of 1958 <laughs> bullshit is this where we have to spend thousands of dollars on like a paper thousands. invite? Ridiculous. Thousands. You're getting an email. You might get a text. You're getting, you're getting an email. You might get a photo <laughs> text, yeah. maybe with yeah. the graphic. That's right. A voice, a voice I, memo, maybe. Hey, show a up. Voice memo. <laughs> show up this time, this place. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> i told my mom no party favors and she was like oh my gosh i have to process this <laughs> she was like taking deep breaths i'm like yeah. mom yeah it's fine it's this is new times new age we're we're moving <laughs> along <laughs> yeah it happens quick you the, the 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 issues arise fast you have to space them out oh, a little God. bit where you're like i gotta break this news to someone about my wedding that they're gonna be upset <laughs> about i'll wait until they've like recovered from this other thing first and then we'll get there Oh. oh gosh but it's okay. great it's great it's well, great fiance 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 i love it we also do like a heart fiance mm -hmm. that's what we've been doing too to make it just extra french which mm -hmm. has been fun so thank you for the the tips i appreciate it um i'm still excited and i hope i stay in the the excitement <laughs> bubble that good. i'm in right now good um, moving on to things that probably aren't so exciting to you is 
Benjamin Simmons. Yeah. And listen, you said it up top. Feelings are feelings. They're mm-hmm. not wrong. So you, this is a safe space. That's what I want, first of all. Mm-hmm. Safe space. Tell us how you really feel. We can also flip the script. What are your favorite things about Benjamin Simmons when he was in a Sixers jersey? Do you have fond memories of that as a Sixer fan? Yeah, I mean, he's never missed playoffs as a lovely professional yeah. basketball player. Um, it's a great thing to note. The Sixers are incredibly slow. The slowest team I've ever seen in my life. And it's because <laughs> there was a guy who who was really fast and did a bunch of things fast. Not everything fast. Not everything. Sometimes not everything at all. Most of the time. <laughs> but some things he did very fast. And mm-hmm. they no longer have that. Now it's a bunch of slow ass Korkmazes and Niangs and Tobiases out there just taking their time we got all day the 24 second shot clock is more of an idea than it is a hard rule right um but uh so i miss i do miss that i think that's why they're they're slow not entirely they maxi's very fast i love tyrese maxi oh my god yeah he's great he's so fun to watch such a fun to watch such a fun to watch just like exist in the world Mm -hmm. so that's saving grace for sure um but yeah, it's a little, it's just difficult because we've been in this, it's been so ugly for so long. It felt like we never really got yeah. to enjoy, the Sixers were, I feel like I have to do like hours of context before I talk about the Sixers in any way. That's just such an <laughs> unhealthy way to do it. But everybody, I do this all the time. So like they were so irrelevant for so long. They had Iverson, great, but imperfect. And mm-hmm. then that just sort of like died a slow death. And then they were so irrelevant for such a long time and then the process started to happen and that then they became this national story and people were like really coming in armed with takes so heavily and ready to feel so strong about everything when it's like guys you don't you didn't think about the sixers for so long and now they're destroying the sport and not only this sport but probably all sports all sports yeah they're just it was so uh, felt so strong about it and and then it became like a character and everybody got their backs up and it was like one side versus the other etc and then we got Embiid, and it was like he's great and so fun but he missed the first two seasons of his career yeah and that was like heartbreaking to a rocky start (laughs) rocky start heartbreaking and they were bad during those seasons they were they were the process itself really was three years like three Mm. bad years where they won, and it's Bad disgusting process. that I know this off the top of my head, but they won 18, 19, and 10 games in those seasons. Only one of those seasons were they the worst team in the league. Only one. The 10, wow. the 10 season one. Just one. Okay. They act That's like it a was positive spin. Decades, but just, it was really just the, the one time. And okay. uh, one of those seasons, the Milwaukee Bucks were, were worse than them. And obviously, they won a championship and they're doing great. But then we, so then Embiid came, played. And is incredibly special. And Simmons was out that year because everyone has to take a nice red shirt year and stuff. And then then they immediately, once Simmons got there, then they got good. And then they won the last 16 games of the season one year. And they went to the playoffs and it was like, holy crap, they have to be ready now. But it was like, these guys are still so young and so young. Maybe Embiid at that point was like 25, 26. So not crazy young, but young in the terms of his, still, yeah, his career. In his career. Like, he hadn't been playing that much. And so mm-hmm. we went right from like, 
You guys are destroying the league to the expectations are so high, so fast. And there just wasn't a ton of time to just be like, this is really nice. Like what kind of like what Memphis is doing right now, what Charlotte is doing right now, where you're like, look at these young guys are having so much fun. This is all great. It went from like, you are, you should be in sports jail to <laughs> so you, you should be winning a championship, winning a championship. every single year exactly. and if you're not you're terrible that's right that's a wonderful breakdown of just like where we've been to where we are now and there is like this like the honeymoon phase a little bit of your team being good kind of like what the bulls are doing right now too it's like oh this is nice this is fun and there's no real expectations but it went zero to a hundred so fast for the yeah. Sixers. And how, yeah. and how is that going? Well, not great. <laughs> they still, yeah, they still haven't made the conference finals. Alyssa, who we talked about is a Lakers fan, my fiance, fiance. Yes, I knew. Um, and the fact that the Lake, the Sixers have won, have made it to one conference finals in my lifetime is something. Oh. And I'm 32 is something that, she just can't comprehend and just makes her think so much less of me for like, it's a statement on the kind of person I am that (laughs) I would root. I would invest so much time, so much time in a team that brings me this little joy and success. Um, So that's, so that's pretty well. So they haven't made, they haven't gotten past the second round in this era. And Mm. It was also strange. There's been so many iterations. We obviously had like the Burnergate situation with Colangelo and Hinky obviously mm-hmm. was his own thing. And then we had Elton and then now Daryl comes in and Brett Brown. Got fired. It's just like always been chaos. And in the middle of that, there was also the Markel Fultz situation, which was its own oh, bizarre. Its own th- thing. I know, it was and never that's normal so and just like never... fun and young. It was, it was always fun and young. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All just the time. chaos, all the chaos. Time. just like that you know like in cartoons when it's just like a tussle and everyone's yes. just rolling around and you just see exclamation points and stars that's right that's the sixers organization that's right i have a, a question for you and this might bring more pain than joy mm-hmm. but just let's think of a an alternate universe where mm-hmm. in this process sixers in this era what is one of like your favorite sliding doors hypotheticals of something that maybe did happen that shouldn't have or didn't happen that should have? And there's we have a couple options. So you don't sign Tobias. You ride with Jimmy Butler, Ben, and Embiid. And like that's your team. Option number two, mm-hmm. Sixers draft Tatum mm-hmm. instead of Fultz. I know you're very aware of that. Mm-hmm. And then Ty Lu is hired instead of Doc. Mm. What are some? What are? What is your favorite scenario of one of those happening or not happening? Well, favorite is tough because I don't. <laughs> none of them brings me any amount of happiness. <laughs> so it's which one? Can I? Would I like to live in a reality of more? I, yes. I don't yes. think Doc is an excellent coach. I think he's fine with mm-hmm. with a, a lot of flaws. But anybody coaches that long. Is going to have him. And even though I think Ty is a better coach, I don't, I still think the team was too f- flawed in a bunch of ways to really get there. So I don't think that's my answer. Okay. Um, the, 
Jimmy was interesting because a Jimmy Embiid pairing would have been so excellent, and it was, um, but it yeah. was sort of still messy with Ben there, and they felt pot committed to Tobias because they traded all that stuff for him, and it's bleak. The other one you didn't name, which I might even say, is when they just if they just kept Mikhail Bridges instead of oh. trading him to Phoenix on draft night for Zaire Smith and uh, a pick that they later traded to the Clippers in the Tobias trade. That's like mm. the most simple version of that. If we just did that, then then like everything else could have stayed the same. We probably would have done, have been happier. Um, but but uh, yeah, Jimmy and Ben didn't get along. And now to go like, oh, we, we chose Ben over Jimmy and now Ben's not playing and hasn't shown up yeah, and everyone's that's... upset. It's That's like a pretty, that's a pretty bleak one. Um, <laughs> this is going great it's not it's, it's every day um and tatum is a good is a very good player i denied it for a really long time because i it's it's not only is he a guy we passed on but he's a guy that was on the celtics who i uh hate the most um yeah. so to, to rob them of that would have would be nice also <sighs> sliding doors I think I just walk. I think I choose none of them and just walk right into the glass door and start bleeding everywhere. I think that's the answer. <laughs> that is the best possible scenario. <laughs> uh. Oh, well, isn't it funny that there's just so many ways that things, you know, it's like the butterfly effect of one mm-hmm. thing happening, then this could happen, then this could happen. But the reality is, this is where we are in the process. Yeah. We, we, have a pretty good team that's slow, like you mentioned, but Ben is not there. So now all of it surrounding Philly is, okay, how do we trade for Ben Simmons? And I feel like that's been the most newsy thing. I feel like just this past week, everything is coming out of the woodworks of all these different possible trade scenarios, and they're kind of all over the place. Is there one that you like? Is there one that you hate? What are you thinking about the trade scenario? It's really interesting. I, I think it's the, for so it's been going back and forth since June. Mm-hmm. So for it's six months of of like who can we get for them? And you know when you like use your like the keyboard on your computer and you use like one key so much, it falls like, off. I, I feel like yeah, it falls <laughs> off. I feel like trade machine is just falling off. Like I've just used it. I've just worn it out. It's like an old glove that just got like <laughs> so many holes in it. Um, and it's like another metaphor that I don't need is like when you go to the when you're hungry and you just keep going to the pantry and you're like, what do I just open the cabinet? And you're like, is there nothing See, new is coming in there? Yeah, it just vanishes in there. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like I have six mm. CJ McCollum's. Like, do I want that? I don't know. It's not. Do I? So it's there's a lot of teams. It's weird because fundamentally nothing has changed in those six months. If you right. take the second best player off of any team, they would be worse. Um, mm-hmm. And so the Sixers are worse, rightfully so, but not so bad where anyone thinks like, oh, Ben is better than Embiid. Nope. Nobody thinks that or nobody should. Um yeah. So, but also no one's made a trade for him. And there's like leaks and reports and stuff, but you never know what's really real. So fundamentally, everyone's just been in their corners for six straight months going like, he has no value. We should just trade him for whoever. And other people being like, uh, you know, I trust Daryl to make the right trade because you really only get one. You get one 
right. opportunity. One shot. You're going to make this trade one single time and yep. you can always do a bad trade. But I I get, even though it like these, these months have been painful, I get being as patient as possible. It's the whole point of the process was to be as patient as possible and not just settle for something. Because if they yes. trade Ben for pick your return. I don't think D'Angelo Russell is very good. So if it's like D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley, who I do actually like Malik Beasley, he's having a bad season, but those guys and, a, and like a pick, then the Sixers aren't going to make the finals anytime soon. Like right. That's not going to make vault them into championship contention. There are trades that would certainly help now. That would certainly help make them better. But if the idea is we're trading a top, whatever you think Ben Simmons is or could be in mm-hmm. his prime with three extra, three plus years to go on his contract. These guys are never available for trade. Mm-hmm. It just takes one guy, to, one GM, one owner to say, we want to, we want to trade everything for him or like things to go sour. Like they are in Portland or Indiana, or maybe eventually like a yes. Bradley Beal Washington situation mm-hmm. and go like, okay, we're, we're willing to go up. We're ready to make the big move. And so, mm-hmm. As much as it'd be nice, like we don't need any more role players, really. Like they have a bunch of guys yeah. that can just shoot and slowly dribble, and you know that's it. We need, but we need like and Niang. And that and should yeah. just be the verb. Be yes. and Niang around. Can the Niang court. around. I like George Niang a lot, uh, but there's too many. There's 17 of them on this team. It's just yeah, like constant. Exactly. We're being barraged with them. I would like someone a little faster. So I, that's why I'm as much as it hurts and as painful as it is to live in this you know, purgatory of, is it going to happen? When will it happen? You know, my computer is like asking, you know, you know, on Google, when it says like, you visited this page 18 times in the last week, <laughs> like that's, it's just, they're like, you don't want to do another, You don't want to try another trade, right? You're like, come on, you got other stuff to do. Come on, you know, yeah, it, take a break. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking today, especially in the, um, with what's happening in New Orleans and it doesn't and Zion's health and stuff. I was wondering about a Ben for Zion type swap. Where Oh, interesting. Cuz Zion I've heard doesn't that seem one. Zion doesn't seem happy there. He's injured and not getting better, but it, who knows what the reality is there. It does it seem yeah. just seems to be going south. It does. And he's obviously incredibly talented and has had uh weight issues and Embiid has as well, which is an interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd be if they would feed off each other nicely, but it's an interesting pairing if both both sides if they wanted to move on, it could mm-hmm. be could be interesting. That's a, that's a new that's a fresh button for me to mash a bunch of times on my keyboard for Zion. Okay, Zion, Zion, Zion. Uh, but no, yeah, that's, nothing. That's an good. interesting. That's an interesting idea. When oh, I was about to say boyfriend. When me and my fiance were just that's in right. Vegas and we were at this antique store and there was like a five dollar mystery bag. And you didn't know what was going to be in it. And I feel like that's a little bit like this trade. It's like, could Zion be better after this injury? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Could Ben Simmons be good after this? Who knows? Like, Mm -hmm. let's just trade and kind of figure it out and see where that goes. So I I like that idea. Um, Also, one that kind of hurts my heart a little bit is Russ. That I feel like Russ has been turned up in trade talks they're like eh, this isn't working out maybe russ goes to philly and then it's like with cleveland too or something like kevin love rubio comes to the lakers hmm. and then russ goes to philly and then ben 
go somewhere. I don't know. Does he go to the Lakers? Does he go to the Cavs? Whoever will take him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You can keep your five dollar Russ mystery bag. Um, I'm, I'm good. I know hey, there's no mystery there for me. I hey, know what it he's is. He's gonna be fast. He's gonna be fast. Yes, he'll be you fast. He will <laughs> run and throw that ball right off the backboard so hard. Just shoot that thing, <sighs> bang it off the backboard out to midcourt. No, I'm good on Russ. Yeah. Russ, Russ, I think we're Russ stuck is not with Russ. not for yeah. You guys are stuck with him for sure. But that does sound like a Lakers fan, like like my fiance, going <laughs> like, "What if we trade our shit for somebody else that's good?" Actually, <laughs> no, I I completely agree with her. We are so spoiled of yeah. like, wait, you guys don't contend for a championship every year. Like you yeah. don't have banners just flapping in the wind nonstop. No, I don't no. know that that's. We just have wind. Like. Just a lot of wind. <laughs> just a lot of wind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, overall with with where we are right now in the process and thinking of feelings, I hope Ben's mental health is getting better. First of all, just want to put that out there. I hope he's working on that. I hope he's okay. But with that aside, do you feel good about the rest of the season? Is it still chaos? Do you think you're going to better or just your feelings are valid thank you thank you (laughs) um i i really whip back and forth pretty regularly a bad Mm -hmm. game will send me send me send me dark places i i don't think the team as constructed right now not surprising is not a championship contender they were the one seed last year with ben and i think they've gotten some improved role player play i think maxi has taken a big step forward in his second year and i would love Mm -hmm. to see him keep improving and getting better and maybe becoming someday like that you know second or third best player on a on a contender long way to go but he's taken a big leap so far yeah um opportunity he's got that but it's just like they're not they're just they're 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 too slow there's too many things they can't do they can't get by people um they defended Golden State really, really well. Matisse had the best defensive game of his career. So um, good. That was really good. Yeah. Like textbook. If you were in high school and you're like, man, I want to be a good defender, like watch that game nonstop on repeat. It was beautiful. Unbelievable. Just like constantly locked in. Seth is always relocating and, and moving and, and taking advantage of guys falling asleep. And he just never fall, fell asleep the whole game. It was really, really impressive. Um, mm-hmm. but again, like he's a guy similar there's the aside, there's just so many, oh, they can do this one thing, but they can't do the other thing. Like Matisse on offense, they're, they're not guarding him enough. They're just, they're he's not just not drawing enough of, you know, he's got, he's right now he's Andre Roberson on offense and he's just, mm. they're letting him shoot. And sometimes he'll hit something. I think he's, he's got a, sometimes he hits shots, but it's not enough for the time to make defenses really pay for it. So, and then Seth Curry is one incredible offensive player and can't defend anybody and guys are just shooting over him so easily. So there's just too many of those kinds of guys on the team mm-hmm. where right now mm-hmm. they're not there. And so I, I like I believe Daryl when he says this could take a long time. We are not just going to trade it. We're, we, this could take four years. And it's just like <gasps> just trying to imagine. That was tough. That's me having these conversations statement. for so many more years. And it's it really <laughs> it's a bleak it's a bleak reality. Um, but Four I get years why you from now, we're going to have you back on Spencer's and you're going to be <laughs> oh, so no. happy and oh, we're no. going to celebrate and then we're going to be oh, like no. four long years and <laughs> yeah. it's over. Um, yeah, even I'm not a Sixers fan and hearing that statement was like, 
<sighs> even just yeah. for the media like we're all gonna have to have these conversations for mm-hmm. four years like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. it's tough it's it is because i get it people are people go how could you waste a year of joel and beats prime which we don't mm, know how long yeah. there will be i understand that's that. true but if you make the wrong trade and you get a cj mccollum who's really not that much better than seth curry right now um he's better for sure but he's not so much better where you'd want to like play him together and that is a championship level backcourt he or or for other guys or for just picks and then you hope that you can change those picks into you know the next time a star becomes available um Mm -hmm. so in my mind it's like yeah yeah you're kind of wasting a year of mb's prime and that's the risk you take so that you don't waste his whole career and say yeah. like, hey, we we didn't get the return that we needed on the on this trade, um, and now he's just going to be the sixth seed in the East for the rest of his career until because no no one's ever going to end of time. Yeah, until the end of time, really, until he just decides like, why the fuck am I still here? The the <laughs> East, you know, the, no one's ever decided really to come to Philly. People stay in Philly. It's not like they're. It's not like it's a, you know, pick a small market team, Oklahoma City, whatever, where people are dying to leave. But yeah. But they're never. No one's like said, "Hey, like get me to Philadelphia. That's the place I want to be." So it's like kind of in mm-hmm. that like second tier, not destination, but it's it's definitely not not New York or L.A. or Miami or something. So I yeah. think this this Ben trade is is the biggest opportunity that they're going to have to get. Okay, if Ben and Joel weren't the perfect fit, and they weren't, they they worked okay, and I think they could have been a fit if they did a better job around them. But if they mm-hmm this is the best chance they're going to get to get that guy. And so I, I, I totally get why Daryl is being patient and cautious and everything. But, you know, there's two months until the deadline. If they don't trade him at that point, then we got the playoffs maybe, if they even make the playoffs, and then the rest of the <laughs> off season, And then four years after that, I'll be dead. And... Yeah. He's just looking off into the abyss, <laughs> you guys, of just the the process still loading. I wish you the best in this <laughs> four year journey, um, because Daryl, I I think just as a little aside, I think he's still trying to get James Harden somehow, mm-hmm. some way. I don't think that's gonna make sense for the Nets, especially since Kyrie isn't playing mm-hmm. and James Harden is actually playing decent. So they're like, why would we do that? Um, I think Daryl Morey is going to become the salesman overnight and be like, look what you can get. Here's all the things that are great about Ben. And he's just like selling them off because that's kind of the only way that people are going to accept this for the high caliber player that he wants. But let's talk about something positive. Yes. Let's talk about who you would want the Philadelphia WNBA team to center around. Oh, interesting. We have Brianna Stewart. She was from Philadelphia. We talked about that last time. Kalia mm-hmm. Copper yes. from North Philly. Yeah. Finals MVP. Kalia will be. That might I might stop you right there and just say yes. <laughs> that's the <laughs> yes. that's the she's got all Philadelphia energy. Dawn Staley as a coach. I would she just keeps mm-hmm. she keeps staying in South Carolina. She keeps signing those big ass contracts. Good for her, but like <laughs> maybe there's a loophole in that contract where she can in the off season be like, I'm gonna go coach this team. Hey, she did to. it as a player. She was coaching yeah. in college. So maybe she did have that. Just leave a little bit of room. She starts the franchise in Philly. And you have Kalia Copper as your 
your cornerstone. Yeah. What what else about this franchise would you just obsess over? If it this is a fictional franchise, but you can dream here. I would I would want them I I feel like the there are some WMA jerseys I like a lot, but mm-hmm. I feel like overall they're just okay. I, fair. I think that I think that there, there's room to grow. And I <laughs> and I think That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And I think that the WM the the Philly WMA team could really stand out. There's room to be mm. like we're we're making a statement with with what we're wearing and and the branding of that. I also think I think the Philadelphia Bells is like the most obvious one, but I feel like there's there's some better ones that get, make it a little bit more like a little bit more of a dog mentality, which I I feel like okay. is the fill out, especially if we're if we're like just sort of taking Kalia Copper off of <laughs> the yeah. Chicago sky. Um, <laughs> yes, but yeah, it has I, to be I, something she's proud of, and yeah. that gets her excited. Yeah, I'm just it's just just imagining like a like a normal good basketball team in Philadelphia <laughs> to to sort of contrast with the Sixers would be really really cool. And they just should. A normal and it's, good. It's a, it's a great basketball town, and and they deserve a WNBA team. And I think the WNBA needs that like Philadelphia energy. Mm-hmm. In it. I feel like it's it is a it would be a partnership that serves both sides. That's my yeah. thinking. I think I go on a lot of podcasts, and I feel like you know people. That's the number one thing we talk about: WNBA expansion. WNBA expansion needs to happen. Needs to happen. I think. Philly has been brought up the most as Mm -hmm. they want a WNBA team there. And I hope the WNBA commissioner and everyone board of governors is hearing that like there is a desire. So it's not like this question of like, Oh, is it going to succeed? Like there is a want there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Oakland too, you know, with Elena beard and all of that, which is so exciting, but Philly we hear you guys. We hear you as WNBA fans, as a media. I want it just as much as you. Yeah. And I think Kalia Copper wants it too. I'm just speaking for her, but I think she wants it too. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so weird to be like, I <laughs> like go to bed at night and be like, I hope some billionaire comes in and decides to just drop a <laughs> yeah. truckload of cash so that we can have. It's just like, just please let it work out. It's very strange, but it would be it would be really really cool. It'd be really cool, and I and I think the city would really rally around it for sure. Because there's so they many would. good WNBA players in, in in the league. Natasha Cloud, uh, Natasha from Cloud, Philly, yes, would yes. be really it'd be a it'd be a fun mix of folk. Even uh, uh, Cameron Brink, who's uh, on Stanford, uh, was on the mm. title team. She was born in she's from she claims Oregon, but she's born in Princeton, New Jersey, which is South Jersey. Uh, okay, so I, I think Philadelphia would happily claim her. She's incredible. Uh, so I would. Nice. There's just a lot of okay a lot of good team. Lot of action. yeah for sure that's actually an interesting thought of like if you could only play for the team that you were yeah like the city that you were from mm-hmm. well i would yeah i'm not playing for the kings so <laughs> there's that <laughs> i'm already scrapping that make-believe idea <laughs> yeah monarchs though monarchs oh my gosh tisha penichero was a part of my proposal how my Beyonce got her to do a cameo of like talking to me and congratulating me on it was supposed to be like a work work uh 
celebration dinner. Mm-hmm. That's how I got there. And we that's what I thought we were celebrating. Mm-hmm. But Tisha comes on the screen and is telling me how much she likes me. And I'm just crying because Tisha Pinachero of the Sacramento Monarchs is my favorite player. That's it. And I have her jersey since at nine. I have her signed jersey since I was nine years old. I can still fit it. I love and that. it was a uh, it was a great moment. I got Alyssa so. a uh, a Josh Hart cameo one time. Josh Hart, Philadelphia's <laughs> own. Josh Hart went to Nova, and nice. uh, and because Alyssa, he, it was when he was on the Lakers, um, and he because Alyssa plays a little bit like him. That's her. That's the that's who she emulates. Little Josh okay. Hart, little okay. Danny, little Danny Green, that kind of that kind of vibe. Nice. Um, and also part of my my proposal was. I, ha- I hung up all these. I went to like FedEx and got like all these poster boards of like moments of our relationship that I like hung oh, in stop. in our friend John Gonzalez's courtyard because that's where I proposed actually was was at, uh, at their house at down John in John uh, Gonzalez's house at, at John Gonzalez's oh house. Yeah, we were we were dog sitting for them. That. They have a beautiful backyard that overlooks the beach. It's beautiful really home. it's gorgeous. Yeah, um, and they have a courtyard out front, and I like I tied a bunch of post like big poster board to, and it was like too windy, so it like blew all over the place. It wasn't great, but. <laughs> I did my best. And one of the moments was, do you know the, um, this is a very LA basketball conversation, but do you know the uh, um, pistol shrimps? Are you familiar with them? Ooh, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. It's like, yes. like, like a women's comedy basketball team. Yes, 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 that yes. Like, that Aubrey are comedians. Plaza was involved. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. comedians. Aubrey Plaza was involved. There used to be like, a dance team for them. Alyssa tried yes. out for the dance team and didn't make it. Which oh. she holds uh, as a chip on her shoulder all the time, mm. and uh, okay. and she was so she was playing on a different team, which is a gr- the great name, the Blouses, uh, based oh, on the uh, great name, yeah, with the with the purple Prince uh, Chappelle yes. everything, <laughs> um, which is great, and uh, and in that game, someone was live streaming it for the like Pistol Shrimps uh, Instagram. And she got mm-hmm. this, Alyssa got this huge block of a three-pointer, like a Matisse-style block. And so then Ooh. that later that night, we went on the live stream and she was like looking, finding it <laughs> to see if she could get it. And so there's a shot of her like extending for a big block. Like, oh, and so I took that and blew it up. And love. so that was part of the picture. And I was like, this is, this is all part of our relationship. You blocking the shit out of some girl who thinks she's funny and good at basketball and just like block her ass. You didn't get the dance team. Like that's the Alyssa's from LA, but she has a real Philly, like, like you yeah. fucking asshole t- style, <laughs> fi- underdog, always pissed off spirit that I'm attracted to. So that that felt like part of our relationship story that needed to be in the proposal. Oh, oh I love that. So yeah, for much. sure. So we both got basketball very, very much a part of our lives in both of our proposals. It it had to be. It had to be. Had to be. Oh my gosh. Oh. That's, I love that it was in John Gonzalez's backyard. That is such a <laughs> <laughs> gem. <laughs> well, Mike, thanks so much for being on Spinsters and for talking Philly, all things Philly and fiancés. Philly and fiancés. That was the, the thing of this, of this episode. Thanks That's right. so thank, much. Thank you so much. I really do love the show. Spinsters is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me.
Hi, my name is Ezra. I'm calling from Highwood, Illinois, and I would be happy in the draft if Jalen Green went first, just because I think that would be chaotic in sort of a fun and interesting way. And I also would be happy if the Timberwolves traded into the first round because they are my favorite team and they're not currently. They don't have a pick, and it's kind of boring to follow the draft coverage. Thank you, guys. Love the podcast. Bye-bye.